I'm sorry, Lauren, can you say that again? Your hair looks really nice. Oh, what? This hair? Yes. What, my hair? Yes. It's so pretty. <laughs> I right. really like it. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. My hair's really, really fine. So I'm not sure that would work for me, but I'm still down for like, I definitely, I, I'm like, just, just do this. <laughs> like, let's just cut I'd that off. It. I love it. I, I just like I want to see it. Hair. Yeah. And I can even grow this out to like, you know, this length. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like everything you're doing with and, your head and, there. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Get some movement in it. Get yeah. it up off the shoulders. I know. I haven't cut my bangs in for too long. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that the pandemic story we're all living? Oh, my gosh. Unless yes. your sister is a, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm, something I'm else is happening. With Miss Johnson. He's, she's trying to be okay. a fucking professional here, kid. Go in there. Nope. Nope. In that one. He can't hear me swear for those listening. No. From he the can't bottom. Hear me. Watch uh-huh. this. Shithole. Horse fuck. Uh-uh. He can't hear nope, that. Nope, nope. Not there, so, like, up. you know, it's okay. Higher. Higher. Yep. Climb up. It's up there. Now he's scaling a wall in his mother's bedroom for some reason. Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring, a podcast about breast cancer with Jocelyn and Lauren. Whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer or you're just a weirdo who's super (laughs) cancer curious, welcome. We hope you enjoy because breast cancer is boring, but we and you Mm -hmm. are interesting. I love it. Okay. We're doing important updates, but first, announcements. Announcements. Mm-hmm. announcements. Um, this is going to surprise you. Oh but. Gosh. But. It's still pandemic. Oh. What? It's still a pandemic. Wait. Here are some facts. Wait, how... Oh. Here's some facts. Wait a minute. I thought we were like counting months no. and then we were like, hey, we're done at this time. No. Like there's no. not that. Uh, no, there's not that. Uh, fact. There's a vaccine. There are like multiple vaccines and they're all great pretty much. And the side effects are pretty mild for the most part. And uh, the the reward definitely outweighs the risk for the majority, the vast majority of people. So, yes. Uh, talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Talk to your pharmacist. I always forget to say this, but like pharmacists know oh. their shit. Yes, they do. They really do. So, like, when I say talk to your doctor and you're like, I haven't seen a doctor in two years, that's cool. Like, I've been there. It was glorious. And now I see them every month. But walk into a Target or a CVS or, or a Costco or whatever <laughs> and ask to talk. <laughs> <laughs> to the pharmacist and just say, yeah. hey, I want to get the vaccine, but I'm worried and I'm scared. Yeah. So can you talk to me about it? What's in it? What's it going to do to me? Like, yeah. is it okay? Pharmacists know their shit. So so true. So ask true. Yeah. You know, I didn't learn that until I had to, you know, really go through all the cancer treatment that we had the glorious. Yeah. And we were yeah, treating a lot of side effects. And I remember, like, not just talking to the pharmacist about some of the things that, you know, I was having 
happen. And she -hmm. was so cool and even said like, hey, you know, if you take this medicine, it's really not helping. Um, Maybe there's something over the counter that you could take with it. She's like, you can come back and just talk to me and I'd be happy to help guide you through that. And I was like, yeah, they're pretty cool. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I, I've never met a pharmacist. Like I've never worked with a pharmacist. I didn't like, um, new appreciation. Yeah, for sure. Just in general. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Up there with like respiratory therapists, people you don't know about Mm -hmm. until you're in healthcare or you're very, very sick. Yeah. You need them. And then you suddenly realize how important they are and how smart they are. Yeah. Hi Yeah. Uh, Second announcement. I don't know. Maybe podcast releases from us have been a little sporadic uh, of late. And that is because I have fled Texas and that takes some time. And, you know, rented a new apartment. That takes some time. Got a new job. And, uh, again, not great at it. So that takes some time. Um, So, yeah. Things might be a little chaotic around here for a while until we all acclimatize, but uh, there will be new episodes and we will get them to you. And then we will be taking a big old fat break at some point. Yeah. This is work. This is work. People don't realize everything we say here is scripted. Yeah. Every T, every dotted I. Reading this. Right. This is literally now typed out right now on a teleprompter for you. We we don't go <laughs> off script here. No, never. we don't just jump on and decide to like fly yeah. by the seat of our pants without an outline today. Ever. And it doesn't make us very very nervous, and we're worried about yeah. the things that we <gasps> might say or no. or whatever are we going to talk about. No, never. No, never. Hey, guess what I have? What? It's Neo. <laughs> crowd goes wild uh yes it's good to have you back on the show neo i feel like it's been a while since i've had to edit any of your tail wags out how are you buddy he had to have a vaccine yesterday for oh no um, covid (laughs) right i wish (laughs) uh no he had a distemper vaccine yesterday and poor little guy a distemper Uh uh-huh yeah distemper is a very serious um disease that dogs can get and spread it's spread really it's it's an airborne illness and it is deadly very okay, deadly. distemper sounds like something a physician in the 1700s would have uh diagnosed a hysterical woman with <laughs> you know what my mom sh- most of her fosters are distemper fosters so she gets mm. them from um other shelters and they surrender these distemper dogs instead of um euthanizing them my mom takes them and she tries really hard to keep them alive and those are the dogs that we're doing like iv treatments on and she does um you know lots of breathing treatments because it is a respiratory (laughs) sounds familiar um, it's a respiratory illness, but it is, it is deadly, very deadly. It causes yeah. cough and lots of congestion. And I know, isn't that crazy? And but then it, your lungs just shut down. So humans cannot get it. Um, okay. But dogs can spread it easily. Um, and like I said, it's airborne. Wow. Weird, right? So like 
dogs shouldn't be meeting together in closed spaces. Right. Like, they no do more dog conferences. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. more dog bars. Yeah. No more dog mm-hmm. dance parties. Right. Yep. They we have all to be need six to feet take apart. And yeah, wear we need social distance and mm-hmm. wear masks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dog masks, man. Yeah. First thing, I, first time I see one of those, <laughs> I'll know we've crossed over into some like next level of. <laughs> we have put a something. mask on Neo before, but just for fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. I think animals are getting COVID, and yes. also other things still exist, like distemper, which I didn't even know was a thing. I've never heard yeah. of that. Yeah, it's really again. Really I bad. I feel like some physician in the eighteen hundreds is like prescribing laudanum for some woman's distemper because she got angry (laughs) that her husband wouldn't let her own property. (laughs) She's too strong-willed. Yes. She must have distemper. She's displaying very many masculine traits. We should (laughs) give her some laudanum. I don't know why Sean Connery is the physician in this uh, situation, but he's not very good. Um... Okay, important updates. Yes. I have a few. Okay. Update number one. Mm-hmm. I'm in a brand new podcasting studio, mm-hmm. which is still my closet, but <laughs> it's a slightly larger closet. So, like, look, I can reach my arms all the way out. Wow. And barely graze the clothes. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, there is no door. We live in like a loft apartment now, so doors are not a thing unless it's a bathroom or laundry room or the front door. But those are literally the only doors. So I hung curtains. I love it. Just for the podcast. Then I take them down. Oh. It kind of gives it like a, I look like I'm in front of a window, right? Yes. Or something. Very much. Kind of like like a real outdoorsy vibe. I like it. Um you thank you very much mm-hmm. uh second important update mm-hmm. i have a new ring light <gasps> yeah and um i don't want to brag but not only does it have three different light settings Ooh. but it also does color nice well, let's see please, please hold uh, let's see <gasps> yes oh oh okay mm. mm-hmm. oh purple Ooh, I'm I'm enjoying the purple. E okay, scary red. It one. just keeps rotating. <laughs> There's a lot of settings, so it goes through like all these colors. Or you can I like, love that. It's so fun. I didn't know. I didn't know that I needed a ring light that did color, but I do actually, and now right. I have it. Okay. So. The other thing about this ring light is I can put my hand on it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't burn me, which is oh, different from the, my old one. The last that one? would get so hot really like i I would start sweating it would get hot in my closet because i was in a closet with clothes and the door shut and i would have a hot flash and warm the entire place about 10 degrees but this one cool to the touch oh i've used it for like two hours and it stays cool so i got it on target by the way it's the one on target.com that has all the colors that sounds awesome Update number three. Three. I have, um, for my own safety, mm-hmm. uh, fled Texas, the entire state. Uh, so I have relocated. <laughs> I now live in an undisclosed area. Um, and I feel good about that. 
So it is an undisclosed area that is considerably less interested in regulating um, the organs within my my person. Nice. So that's cool. Would that be Area 51? I cannot. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Right. Okay. Uh, Little I like am right green now. men running around. Again, I can't mm. disclose. Um, mm-hmm. I, on the advice of my lawyers, um, okay. I will defer to my Fifth Amendment rights. Okay. Update number four. Okay. I'm no longer a nurse manager. We've talked about that yep. enough. I feel like on the show, I have set that aside. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, pretty happy about that. I am officially a nurse again. It's awesome. Not that nurse managers are not nurses. They very much are nurses. Yeah. Um, I just didn't feel like a nurse for myself in that role. Uh, had a bad experience for myself. And now I work in an emergency department and I've had two shifts. And I got to tell you, I'm not great at my job. No. I am not great. Don't say that. No, it's true. Uh, and it hurts. Um, I remember what it was like to be great at you have care. time, though. I it's, remember. I know. I everything changes was. so much and so quickly. Every, and It you does know. change so much so quickly. And I, I've been out of the groove for five years. Well, so. that and the environment that, that you're working in now yeah. as like, and I don't mean just in the emergency department. I mean, like, the world. Healthcare and at, <laughs> yeah, at large. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's going on in our communities in the United yeah. States, period. Is yeah. way different than it was. I'll tell you, I don't remember having to wear an N95 for 12 mm. hours. I don't oh, remember yeah. that. Uh, 12 plus hours. Yeah. That is, um, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. the thing is, let me tell you, having a hot flash in any kind of facial covering is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Having a hot flash in an N95 mm. mask that is... Just occlusion, it's occlusive mm-hmm. to your face. Yeah. And feeling the sweat just kind of drip, accumulate and drip down and collect around a chin <laughs> area hmm. is a new sensation. And I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, I don't blame you. The other thing that's new to healthcare, I feel like, is the idea that having stretchers in the hallway, yeah. like just stretchers in the hallway. Yeah. Um, Every like as an established part right. of your s- census yeah. is just a thing now. Yeah, yeah. You call it's just it like hallway bed one, hallway bed yes. two. Hall- yep. Yes. So that's what I'm doing now. Update number five. Oh, when you move to a climate that is quite dry. Yes. You know Austin's moist. Everything uh, is moist. Yes. The air is moist. Oof. Uh, it's humid. <laughs> The yes. humidity. There's a lot of sweating. Yeah, there's a lot of sweating. Mm-hmm. Two things when you move to an, like a more arid climate is the outdoors are air conditioned for most of the day. Okay. Yeah, you walk outside and it's like the breeze is cool. Right. Even though the sun is hot. Yeah. So that's interesting. And number two, the boogers are <sighs> constant 
Okay. And intense. The things that are coming out of my nose. Wow. I can feel them up there right now, but they're huh. just going to have to stay till we're done here because Kay. Wow. It's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I was not prepared. Interesting. It, I, I could see prepared. how that would change. I don't want to alarm anybody, but mm-hmm. the things that are coming out of my nose. I do have a humidifier. Oh. So I am using that. That's so funny. My mother-in-law just bought a dehumidifier for her house, and I thought right. about it, and I was like, huh. Wait a minute. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yes. There's so much humidity here. Yeah. The uh, humidified level in a dwelling has to be like, mm-hmm. just so. Mm-hmm. Um. Next week, I have a pre-test for my karate black belt. Oh, my God. Yes. So I have to do a written test, a pre-test, and, a, and then I have to do a pre-physical test. Um, so the written test is on Thursday, and then the physical test is on Friday. Okay. And those are – I have to pass these two tests before I move on to the actual test. So okay. I'm very nervous because the pre-written yeah. test – um, there's a lot in there that I don't know. So how do you study for a written black belt test? Okay, so the written test is really about the history of um, the style of karate that we do. Okay. And it's also about the founder and when was it founded and then different kinds of like philosophies and things like that. Okay. So, you just, so really it's... You got to um, know your shit. Yeah, you need to know the history of it and the and the dates and and then how long um long ago it was established and all of that good stuff. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So I'm studying which is something I have not had to do in quite some time. Wow. I'm a little off my study rocker. It sucks, right? I was like, Oh my gosh, I, somebody was like, Why don't you use Quizlet? I'm like, What's that? I'm like so old. I don't know. Quizlet. Yeah. I don't know what that is. You don't? No, what's Quizlet? It's like it's a it's an app. It's okay. I'm sure And the, they have the karate test on there? Well, you can put whatever you want on it. Like it's oh, a you way you make your own flashcards. Yes, and you can quiz Maybe yourself. Maybe I should get that for my job. <laughs> <laughs> it took me ten minutes. Like in real time, not in extrapolated like hyperbole time that we often do where I was like I've been waiting for 25 minutes and it's only been like five right it took me a full like nine minutes 56 seconds of 10 minutes to find urinals oh and then I finally because like everything is locked up in like a locker system that you log into okay so this is how your hospital Uh so Previously, I could just walk into any storeroom. Okay, like a any storage room, yeah. room and mm-hmm. a supply room, mm-hmm. and like pick whatever I needed and go. Yeah, the just shelves. have to like log in, and then ev- all the like locks oh. disengage. And it took me a long time to find the urinals. Wow, that's pretty incredible. It's not like there were like one of them that was difficult to to see. There was a whole stack of them, like a mm. bin of them. Um, yeah, and then I opened the door the wrong door and they all started spilling out uh i don't know what i thought was going to happen when i opened the door right in front of where they were all like bunched up um Mm -hmm. but turns out you open Mm -hmm. the door above that and you you reach down and 
Okay. So when I say I'm bad at my job right now, I mean that like in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Like No, it's new. You're not bad. You're new. Everybody is new. I'm not new, but I'm new. You are new. And you know what? Yeah. So I used to and and I still will to this day, and if I see like a patient in an area that like one of my employees, um, like if they stepped away and the patient needs to be helped in some way, like yeah. they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm late for my appointment and um, I'll step in. And OK, I haven't done the front end job of what my employees do in a long time. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just tell them I'm new. <laughs> they'll be like hey uh thank you so much for i'm I'm happy to help you i'm I'm new you know i'm a little bit new and if you'll just please bear with me but i'm happy to help you Uh and it's funny how people go from like hey why don't you hurry up i'm late to like oh thank you so much for helping me just take your time and then i'll be like listen i'll let your technician know that you're here and that I'm getting you t- taken care of, and we'll get you there as soon as possible. And people's, Aww. like, level of, like, tolerance comes, Anger. like, way oh, down. Way like, down. Oh, like, nice. Hey. She's helping me out, and she doesn't know what she's doing, but she's going to try. She's doing her best. Yeah. Um, they're always like, you'll make it. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. You'll get it. Yeah, and they're so, like, nice about it, too. And I'll be like, oh, I missed a page. Let me get you to sign this. And they'll be like, oh, it's okay. Uh, it's it's the clumsiness of it. It's being yeah. clumsy is hard. Yeah, totally. And like not like going to start an IV and being like, oh, damn it, I forgot this or I forgot that because I'm not. Yeah. And then like some things I just feel stupid about, like putting two and two together, like the critical thinking piece <laughs> where someone's come in, they're giving you this history and you're like lower back pain. They They think it's sciatica, but they have a history of five to six kidney stones a year. And you're like, oh. Uh. Okay, uh-huh. maybe not sciatica, mm. maybe an enormous kidney stone. <laughs> oh my god! But like, do I have one? You else? don't put two and two together, do you? I, I don't know. know. And also, don't ask me right now because <laughs> even things I know and have known, right? Like I don't know right now because the stress and anxiety of me knowing that I'm new mm-hmm. and being in a new environment, yeah. It, it cuts at my confidence in my own critical thinking. And yeah. then I'm so overloaded with all of these other thoughts that I can't see my way through to what I would normally normally be able to piece together. Right. In like an environment where I feel comfortable. Yeah. So that that kind of sucks. But I did I did a workout today though. Okay. And I went on a hike yesterday. So basically I'm a person who works out now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm fit, so right. Okay, I did a full workout. Me and Bettina Gozo, okay, um, who is on the Nike Training Club app. We did a workout today, nice. and she pushed me really hard. Yeah, um, she really did. But <laughs> I made it through. Cool. I made it through. She's very encouraging. So yeah, <laughs> yes. Basically, I'm. Are you guys gonna strong. like hang out after? Or? Oh God, I wish. I like, wish I knew go her. Get a- Go get a juice or something. Oh, I would love that. I would love to just like, she just seems really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. <laughs> She's not screaming at you like, one more. No. Jocelyn. No. 
Yeah, no, she's not calling. She's not like yelling at me for having dessert or whatever. It's not a toxic environment. Okay. It's very encouraging. Nice. It's like, hey, fitness is a journey and like Yeah. She's like, if you're not feeling like doing that today, you you drop to your knees, you know? We're all starting on different levels, so you just do what you can right now. Just okay. give it your best. She's very encouraging. <laughs> so I dropped to my knees. For ah. sure. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's what I, I can't hold a plank for 30 seconds and then do shoulder taps from a plank position. Like a high plank or like elbow yeah, plank? Yeah, high plank. Like okay. a plank. No, 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 like a hand. Hands hey, that on the is a plank. start to a push-up. I know, I know. And I can plank for 30 seconds at least. And then I have to drop to my knees for the next 30 to do the shoulder taps. Okay. Unless you want me to totally sway side to side, and that's a no-no. Right. So, but so, yeah. Okay. See where I'm at later. That's that's a start. Yeah. That's a good start. It's it's it's, it's decent. It's okay. I'm all right with it. I'm yeah. all right with it. Oh my god, this is so tangential. So a quick BSA for a service announcement: Don't fall for pink stink. Most people, myself included, tend to assume that if you're advertising that part of your proceeds go to charity, that the money I give you will in fact go to said charity. This is surprisingly not always true. A bottle of face moisturizer labeled with a pink ribbon, for example, does not necessarily mean that any of the proceeds are going to fund breast cancer resources or research. This phenomenon is called pink stink. By me, because I just made that up. It's when a corporation or product use breast cancer branding and marketing to make it easy for us to feel good about the purchase when in fact none or a very small portion of the money is going to fund that charity. Not only that, but contributing to certain companies in general can have a negative effect on the end goal. Take Estee Lauder, for example, who originated the pink ribbon, but according to Open Secrets, which is a .org that tracks political contributions, in 2020 alone, individuals and affiliates within Estee Lauder contributed $370,000 to the Republican Party, which if you know anything about Republicans, it's that healthcare and research don't exactly blossom under their regime. The point is, you may think you're doing a good thing buying that pink ribbon mug from Walmart this October, but it's more likely that it's just pink stink and your money would be far better spent going directly to a breast cancer charity. One like Metaviver, for example, who are trying to cure the kind of cancer that is going to kill us. By the way, individuals within Walmart donated $485,000 directly to Donald Trump in 2020 alone. So do with that information what you will. This October, think before you pink. If possible, donate directly and run your charity of choice through Charity Navigator, which is another site that rates charities dependent on how much money actually goes to the research and resources. And there'll be more on that in a future BSA. For now, back to the show. All right, I've given you my updates. I don't think I have any more updates. Yes. Um, I moved. I escaped. New job, new apartment. Hair is great. Hair is great. Thank you for noticing. Loving it. Uh, what are your updates? Uh, I'm a mom. Studying for karate. Kids, and I'm studying oh. karate. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Um, yeah, uh, that's about it. Other than, you know, I'm, I'm still helping take care of my dad. Although, mm. uh, you know, I'm, I have kind of like given them a little bit of their own space and sort of said, okay, you know, it's good to call me. It's not mm-hmm. good when you are feeling really sick and you need to go to the doctor to wait on me before you uh, go. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So, so we're establishing some balance. Yes. It's been yes. really great. Um, and he's doing okay. He's doing okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, um, I haven't been feeling so hot lately. And so. What's going on there? Oh, no. Oh, no. I have, I got blood in my urine. Not sure why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that. that. So that, that part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I uh, went to the doctor. And I'm really hoping that it's just a UTI. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. They haven't told you yet? No. So I left a sample last Monday. And apparently the nurse called, said they called me, did not get a call. Okay. And they were like, hey, we need another sample. I was like, okay. Why? Well, they said that the first sample was not enough. Like I didn't, but I don't know. How much truth there is How to that? How full did or, you fill it? Um, I would say about a quarter of the way. But anyways, That's maybe maybe they were like preemptively got rid of it because they weren't, you know, maybe. And but, they were done. Yeah, and doing all you know the what? Tests they I wanted don't to run. have any hard feelings about it. It's not far for me to go, so I just okay. went back over there the other morning and. Okay. Just a little waiting on that. So that you you identified that the blood was coming from urine? So yes. Part of it. Yeah. So apparently when you have had a hysterectomy and your body is um void of estrogen, you can also have vaginal atrophy. Which is really crappy. Really crappy. So, uh, yeah, that is part of that. So with that, um, it just is very, like, I mean, I could literally, I mean, you know, she's like, just do things like wear cotton underwear, which I do. That's ridiculous. And, you know, just... She recommended some. I mean, she's even like, you can use Aquaphor down there. Um, but she said that there's some sort of laser treatment that is available for women. I don't know much about that. Oh my god! <laughs> and maybe I'm a little bit naive because I did not know that I didn't have a cervix. For some reason, I thought I did. I don't. I don't. You have don't a, have a cervix. No. You don't have a cervix, a uterus, or ovaries. I have ovaries. You have ovaries. Yes, those suckers are. I don't know if I have fallopian tubes. Okay. I I don't know if I have fallopian tubes or not. I think. Okay. I don't know. I am definitely bleeding from 
somewhere inside with the uh maybe i have a uti i don't know it's weird i don't have like when i was younger i I would get a uti i'd be like i have a uti you already know you know okay like you just know yeah i mean if you've ever had one before i've ever had one okay so if you've never had one before you um i mean because it's usually like painful urination and um Usually it's associated with like um, burning when you pee and cramping and blood in your urine is not uncommon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm not a doctor, (laughs) nor am I a nurse. (laughs) Okay, so don't, there's no quote. Nor does she play one on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, I I am a nurse, so I'm just sitting here waiting to diagnose you, (laughs) which is well within my scope, by the way. Right. Well within my scope. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Remote diagnosis without a physical exam. Go on. (laughs) Go on. I did see a doctor for this, though, by the way, who, um, yeah, so she was saying that. Who recommended lasers. Well, no, no, she, she recommended, she didn't recommend that. She said if we wanted to look into that for like, I guess some sort of like vaginal rejuvenation for that piece. But the other piece, as far as like, um, my blood and my urine, that's something else she was saying. If it's not a UTI, I need to go to see a urologist which I'm very excited about seeing. I bet. I just can't wait. It sounds like an mm-hmm. amazing thing. They probably want to stick so something great. up there. I'm sure. I'm sure they <laughs> which do. I'd be which like, sounds fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign me up for that, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fantastic journey. They just put some people in a submarine and shoot them up your urethra. Exactly. After they shrink them. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is weird because I'm having um, the most bizarre, I can't even describe the kind of pain I have right now. It's hmm. um, it's like I'm getting some like back pain, but also like just like my inner organs. They're like, hey, this sucks in here. Can you fix this? <laughs> oh, my God. Like I've had, so with, with chemo, um, and I've talked about this before, I had... Yeah. Um, I had bladder um, hemorrhage. Yes, I uh, did have that, but I also had contractions in my bladder um, spasms, which okay. was very painful during urination. Oh God. Um, and that is a thing. I remember my oncologist saying it's not abnormal. Um, it will eventually go away. And, you know, they're really, it's just because it's the muscle that was spasming, mm-hmm. which. I'm sorry for those of you who have to experience that because it is really painful. And it always, it's not like like right when you start urinating. It's like at the very end where you should oh, normally no. feel relief from like, yeah. oh, I finally went pee. It's like, it's like, hey, let me like stab you in the bladder. While you're like, it's very painful. Um, so this is a really inconvenient time right now for me to be experiencing is this. Since I, okay. Yeah, because it's just not going to work for me. Like not, the, This is not a good time for you? No, it's really inconvenient. Okay. I'm just going to... You're going to opt out of mm-hmm. these symptoms. Yeah, I really... You're going to text STOP in all caps yeah, to, I, to this. I'm just not feeling it right okay. now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, I need <laughs> you. 
I, I need some time for me, you know, mm. to, to grow mm. and, and, and be a better person. So yeah. I, yeah. this is just bad timing. Okay. So yeah. maybe we can try this wow. another time. Okay. Well, I guess I'll find out on Monday if it's a UTI. And if it is, we'll have a celebration. So I'll be like, <laughs> give me some medicine and I'll be. And fix it. Yeah. It's so funny because she's a new doctor for me. I um, I didn't have a, a gin that I was really crazy about. And so I got a recommendation oh. and I really do like her. And she did Good laugh. She laughed when I was like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm not pregnant. And she was like, you're funny. You're, you're funny. You're going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. You're Good fun. for you. Yeah. I like so, um, Because <laughs> at first I think I threw her off a little bit. She was like, wait a minute. I thought I read she had an hysterectomy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're kind of mean. Yeah. I think it's great. Well, I mean, it's crazy when you're at where we're at and you have to meet a new doctor and you're filling out all that paperwork and you're like uh that's gonna be me yes uh yes i've had this and and oh yep i have that i'm gonna need the uh addendum to this form the one that covers all the things. Right. I'm sorry. I ran out of space for my medication. Yeah. I'm sorry. The surgery history only yes. lists like there's five, only a line, uh, like one Can line. Can I have more, please? Yeah. 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 The fu- another funny thing about that was I noticed that on their document there was not there was like a family history that included cancer, but there was not like have you ever had cancer on there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well. And I was like, so I noticed that there's not a place for me to put this. And she, and the girl was just like, oh. oh. You? Yeah. Oh, you know, God. she was they like. They hit you with the eyes. She was like, oh. Oh, God, I hate it. I was like. I hate it. Yes, I need to put on there that I had cancer, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that um, was. That's interesting. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I have to establish with a new oncologist because yes. obviously I've fled the state of Texas. So I had a I called them like a month ago to oh, get wow. this set up. Yeah. And I finally got a call. They must be busy. <laughs> must be a lot of cancer going around. Um I finally got a call two days ago to like get me an appointment. I got a call from like the nurse navigator or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I do not I just wasn't prepared for it. Okay. I think something in my mind, I got very emotional. Oh, no. Um, and had to, like, keep myself from bawling while I was on the phone with her. And then, of course, as soon as I hung up, just went ahead and cried my eyes out. But it took me by surprise. And I think it's because I wasn't prepared for it. You know how, like, you'll be going about your day and you mm-hmm. haven't thought about your cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yet that day. And then something will happen. And it like is all of a sudden and you're like, wait, what? And like for a split second, you're reminded of something that you thought maybe was a dream or something. So, and I feel like because I moved. Yeah. I think a small part of my irrational brain thought that I could like escape that. Yeah. Like that in this new environment, in this new You never had cancer before. That I never, yeah, I could completely Mm. start over like a, a clean slate 
in every possible way. Okay. And that, that I could just incredibly irrational here. What about that doesn't seem logical to you? Hmm. So so when I got a call and the whole time she's like very you know how nurse oncology nurses, nurse navigators are. They're like Oh yeah. empathetic and shit. Yeah. And she's asking about last time I had my shot and like, okay, we really need you to get to get you in for your shot. And then we yeah. had to like figure I got a, a um an appointment like the next day, but then I was like, shit, my my insurance doesn't kick in till October first. So, oh right. Yeah. So then she got me an appointment on October first. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, because I mean I think she was just like, We really need to get you in and get some tests and like yeah. you, you're you're due for this scan and like this and stuff like that. And I think I just, I think I did not make a plan uh-huh. for that being a part of my life here. Gotcha. Like, well, and I, I can't. Mean, I had the, a very similar reaction just filling out all those documents where I keep having to say yes. Yeah. I was like, dang yeah. it. Yeah. And I even text my husband after I did that and I said, filling out my medical history is depressing. Yes. <laughs> I don't like yes. doing it. Yeah. Yes. I, it's, I was like, ugh. Because you kind of like you pl- relive it on paper and then it's all in front of you and you're like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of and then stuff. If, if you're somewhere for something completely different, like mm-hmm. potentially you are, you, you already know that that provider's not expecting you to have this history yeah. because you're too young right. or you're, you know, uh, you look too healthy or, um, you're too pretty, which is, I don't know if you like get that a lot, but, um, I just, that's usually the first react. They're like, Oh my God, but you're gorgeous. I'm like, I know, but like, yeah, I'm like the one that got away. <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> I literally have never had anyone tell me that I was too pretty for anything. So I'm just going to leave that there. I, but yeah, I don't think that's a thing people say, is it? I mean, I would hope. Okay. Okay. A girl can dream, can't she? I just, I don't um, think, I, I don't think I've ever heard that either. But no, maybe. No, I, I've just always hoped someone would say it to me and they never have. So okay. disappointed. You're but pretty for that. You know that like, exactly. You know the doctor's going to walk in or the nurse or the medical assistant is going to look at that and you know it's going to take them by surprise and they're just going to have that moment of like, Oh, like, I don't know what it is about it, but it just really... I think they almost, like, look at you a little deeper. Does that make sense? Like, when they're looking at you, they're like... Like... Yeah. Yeah, they look through you, in a way. (laughs) Yeah, almost. It's like... Yeah, you become a... This is going to sound awful, because I don't think that healthcare workers don't see people as people. Oh, no, 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 for sure. I think we definitely do. But, like, you have to maintain a certain level of distance. Otherwise, you would just collapse after every day. Like, everyone's story is horrid. Yeah. So, like, um, are you hurting? Are you yeah, but I'm good. <sighs> where, where, what's happening? It's just weird. My insides suck. Front or back or sides? Um, It's, it's like... On the inside, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> on the inside. 
Yeah, it's like Un- like undercarriage. My, it's like like it's low like lower back, but um, kind Perineal of perineal area. <sighs> Asshole? No. No. A B connector. I just well, you don't have an A B connector because I don't think you have balls. Nope. <laughs> Metaphorically, yes. <laughs> Physically, no. <laughs> I think it's them. <laughs> Stop being so aggressive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just whipped that out. I didn't even ask you. Stop God. being so aggressive. Basically sexually harassing you. I'm really bothered by that. So anyways, so yes, sorry. healthcare workers, sometimes when they're they, they're experienced, like they yes. meet someone that is outside the these their norm. The norm, like, the you know, usual. You, or the criteria uh, that they would in their head set for a normal patient and you are just yes. outside of that. The, like the baseline. Okay, yeah. Like yeah. you you deviate so far from the expected baseline of your presentation as a mm-hmm. young, healthy woman who yeah. is too pretty. Um, again, <laughs> but I do love start saying that just to me. Yeah, okay, got it. I do love though, like when I met this new doctor and I was telling her, you know, some something's not right. It doesn't yeah. like I've had a UTI before. This does not feel like that. Um I'm concerned and I and I'm concerned because I I feel like something's wrong and she was like well you know your body and I was like ah <laughs> I know and I I okay. just I love that she said that and it made me I love immediately that felt like oh my god she's going to listen yeah, but I also the feel the two of you together are going to figure it out because she respects yeah you I, yeah and I did feel like Part of that respect came from the experiences that I've had, you know. Yeah. Um, You've seen some un- things. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. How do you keep your brain from going to Down. the dark place? Down the cancer rabbit hole? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um... I'm just not allowing it right now. Okay. Yeah. I just have decided I've made a definitive decision to mm-hmm. get the test result. Yeah. Um, from that and then and then get the fact that I'm having a really weird symptomatic UTI. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's fine. That I'm gonna get some medicine for, and then I'm gonna get treated for. Uh, and that's Your all. body's just leveling up. <laughs> it's uh, disaster protocols. Yeah. So yeah. So um, UTIs will never be like they were again because you know every know. system is now just leveled up. Just I don't, I don't know. Moved that threshold. Yeah. So it's been a little bit of chaos, but. I've enjoyed this. I have too. Um, not enjoying living apart from you. I know. But, <laughs> you know, that can be remedied. You just mm-hmm. to come here. Yeah. To yeah. this undisclosed location. I would love to come to the undisclosed that, location. Yeah. That, you know. Yes. Legislatively respects women's rights. I love that. For the most part. Yeah. I love that. 
that makes great. me happy. That's, that's pretty great. So in the next five years, I'm going to go to nursing school and then I'm going to learn how to be an ER nurse and then I'm going to move to an undisclosed location. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Just come be a director at my hospital. (laughs) You don't have to like suffer in the trenches. Do I have to be a director? Can I just make a lot of money just like being pretty? (laughs) I mean, if anyone could, you could. Let's try and figure this out. Let's try and figure out how we do this. I don't think that that's gonna work, but I think it might. I, I think we could make it make it possible. No. Um. In conclusion, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got some things going on. Me you too. have some things going on that aren't as fun, but no. uh, all will be resolved one yes. way or the other, and you will hear it here first. Yes, you will. That's right, people. All tens of you. Of the internet. That's right, tens of tens of tens of you. You'll know about it. Yep. Right here on Breast Cancer is Boring. Thank yep. you for listening. You've been awesome. Yeah, big hearts. We love you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Ring that bell. No, I don't. Don't do that. There's a bell? Don't do any of those. We ring no, a bell. There's not a bell. I think it's a YouTube thing that people say, and I just don't. Oh. I don't know what the bell is for. Okay. But I think it's like notifications. I don't know if like YouTube texts you in a new. I don't know. We're not even on YouTube. No. We're on Apple Podcasts and every other yeah. podcast, though. Yes. But everyone listening would already know that. So why yeah. do people say that at the end? I don't know. I don't but either. Just, like, leave us a review and tell us how pretty we are, please. Yeah. Not in a gross way. No. Okay? I'm not asking for it in a gross way. No. I just want some gratuitous yeah, her complimenting. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Fantastic. Let thank me tell you. Finally, somebody says something. Lie to me, okay? (laughs) Bye.